Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Darkness, my old friend. Yes, we're back. The wise men say, podcast, it's only two weeks into the season. And we're in a bad way. It's a bad time for all of us. Stephen's not here, he's, he's gone. Um, there's, there's one positive anyway. He's, <laughs> let, he's let himself down. Um, yes, yeah, so Stephen isn't here this week, so the voice of Gareth Barker, podcast king, as I introduced myself last time. And I don't think that crown has been removed from myself since then i've listened to a lot of podcasts and i don't think i've been topped so i'm, I'm happy to retain why, that why don't we just let you do all of the talk and then no maybe yeah, that's maybe not a good idea no. people don't want to switch off yeah, no. okay. i think <laughs> I, the, one seconds. of the beauty of my abilities as a podcaster is to, to renege and let other people speak anyway um, introduce the rest of the people who are here gareth that's the voice of craig clark i'm sure you're aware of him um roy fellows here as well hi i'm going to fulfill the paddy mcnair role uh, are you going off halfway through? Yeah, he's not gonna, you, and, and you're just going to not notice I'm here for the time that Gareth just nearly knocked yeah. everything over. Yeah. You <laughs> he, said time and there, I got really He's angry. a film in the Donald Love role of just yeah. destroying just everything inside. Clattering into stuff. Yeah, and we're all called Chris Thompson here of um, Love Supreme, the editor of Love Supreme. Hello. Say hello. Yeah, I was, I was going to make a Donald Love joke as well, but uh, Rory got there before us. Oh, I was, was going to say I'm going to try my very best to, to do a good job, but we all know that I'm simply not good enough. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a wasn't very good. That wasn't I mean, yeah. really. What, I mean, the that intro. Just, just generally, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't very good. I mean, the weekend, the uh, Sunday in particular, um, was bad time. Um, well, I, I, well, I went into the shop. Right, I went. I went into. Yeah, let's drop off the um, the wise men say T-shirts, uh, which are actually available online through the LS shop or uh, in store in person. Go and see Chris and buy one. Yeah, so I was dropping those T-shirts. <laughs> off, <laughs> Lovely segue um, and. I said to Chris, like, I'm already preparing myself for the the feeling of disappointment, <laughs> the <laughs> inevitability, the feeling of disappointment that you know you're going to have after the game. So I kind of like braced myself anyway, and then it it was like, yeah, that, that, I remember that now. Um, but I don't know if anybody else sort of not went in with that negative mindset, but it was a different kind of disappointment. I felt it, w- it wasn't the usual disappointment. <laughs> well, you felt a lot of disappointment. <laughs> yeah, well, all these different degrees of disappointment when you're someone fan, surely. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, it, it was weird. I, I think the the game had many chapters, didn't it? Like, for example, you go to a football match to be thrilled. Like, after we got that, uh, got the goal back, it was like a 10 minute spell where we could have scored three or four goals, you know what I mean? It was very energetic, but then obviously you, looking back on the match, it's, you know, certain spells weren't great either. I don't think we were ever terrible. That's the weird thing. As a unit, I don't think we were ever terrible. The frustrating thing is that Middlesbrough <clears throat> obviously aren't a very good team and we didn't capitalise on that. And also, like, you look at the squad, let alone the first 11, and you just think, obviously, there's a lot of injuries and other concerns about people leaving and stuff, and you think he's got however many days left to sort it out, but it's 
ever more pressing that it does really get sorted out very quickly. Is the fact that we weren't terrible though, and is that not the main worry? We're still we weren't terrible, but went <laughs> with, bad. but we're two yeah. nil down against a newly promoted side at half time. The majority of their players That's standard, were the ones though. that played for them last season. But but they compare it to last season. We got beat off Leicester four two in the first game. <laughs> wasn't as bad as the Norwich game. <laughs> no, and then exactly. <laughs> that was but it was so nearly, better yeah, every year. <laughs> but but we are in a way that was a lot better than what we produced against Norwich last season, and it was also with an arguably worse set of players. I mean, we had better than the likes of McNair in midfield. Who, like, yeah, he was he might as well not have been on the pitch. Love looks like someone took everything that's bad about Billy Jones, which is almost everything, and put it into one player. And has bad uh, hair. Billy uh, Jones at least got good hair, hasn't yeah, he? That's his only redeeming quality, really. Yeah. I mean, his I re- think... main redeeming quality now is that he's not Donald Love, I think. Well, <laughs> is that what I'm going to say? Is that he's injured? <laughs> yeah. I mean, on that note. What is love? <laughs> what is love? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I haven't, we haven't paid for any of these samples, by the way, so if, if whoever owns it, I mean, I think Garfunkel's a mag, so he might be in touch, he'd be kicking is off, he? wouldn't he? Don't is, know. But is Simon, a, is Simon yeah. a massive lads fan, though? He is, I, that's, that's why they split up. <laughs> <laughs> the split up too much, when uh, Gary Rowell scored a hat. Oh, no, that was like no, well no, after, it wasn't was, it? Um, no, it was, uh, don't know, it was Decanio Derby. Just oh, all right, well. It was that, yeah. The knee slide did it, and like, uh, like Simon went in to band practice with like dirty knees and... On the on the uh, trousers, bit of banter, and had uh, Garfunkel had a right cob on doing questionable salutes uh, as well. I uh, 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 was, and then uh, so he left the band. So that's apparently what happened. Um, but anyway, I don't know what the guy's called and Hadaway, Mister Hadaway. He's probably a massive lads fan, isn't he, with a tune like that. Uh, I think banger. Love is just a child who's been asked <laughs> to fight <laughs> do a man's role. Ah, uh, who's just been asked to fight against some sharks, which is <laughs> yeah. what the Premier League will throw at you, like. I feel a bit sorry for him because you have to, yeah. he yeah. he was he never probably expected to be starting right away. Moyes probably didn't want to, but for whatever reason, well, the main he, reason we've got no one else. We've got we? no one else. We haven't signed anyone else. But if you can't pass a ball properly, you gave the ball away in the in the middle three times, and that's dangerous. A better side, the one in the first half he did, a better side would have punished you. And that would have been game over after about <clears throat> half an hour. Just on this point, I'd like to say, because I always say, oh, somebody chip in and send us your tweets and stuff like that, thoughts and opinions. And honestly, this week we got about 40. So 40 the chances are that we're probably going to cover everything. So, But loads of people were kind of on that point suggesting it's like, yeah, he's a young lad coming in and you've got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yesterday I did the match ratings <clears> and at the end I did say... You know, you've got to you've got to rank them on the basis that they are playing in a in a Premier League game, and you've got to judge them as if they are Premier League players because you lose you you lose the game if you if you've got a load of kids in your team and you lose ten games, then you've still lost ten games, and you're still in trouble. So, you know, you've got to judge them on the contribution of the game, and you know it, it wasn't great. And also on the point, that a lot of people were bringing up, and I'm, I'm sure people have similar views in this studio, is that. Why are we signing people like Donald Love and Paddy McNair when there's essentially very little probably between someone like Love and you know someone in the academy who play right back at the moment? One of the Robsons, I don't know which is, but we've got about ten. I'm sure one of them <laughs> can play right back. Chuck the Robsons I in. E- I think it's e- yeah. I think it's Ethan Robson who might be able to play right back. Or is, is it not Josh? Is it? It might. I don't know. What's the What's the one who plays left back? Josh is the left back. Josh is the left. No, back. no, no. Tommy. It might be Tommy. Tommy's Robson. a left back. Tommy's a left back. Oh, it might right. be Josh then. 
So oh, yeah. not to be confused with the far right leader, <laughs> yeah. former leader of the EDL. Yeah, well, uh, Tom, Tommy Robinson um, obviously can, could could very much do a job on the right hand side. Mm. Um, but yes, uh, Tom Robson. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, is is there an argument to say you could bring someone like him in and give him the experience that loves getting when we've paid probably like a million quid for love? To take him from Man United, I mean, he's what he went. He's had a couple of games in the Premier League. He was on loan at Wigan. But now he's last here. Year. But now he's here. The money's been spent. He's, he's now our player. Yeah, I know. And Moyes has obviously looked at it and thought, well, he's my best option. So judging by that, those young lads can't have been any worse yesterday, though. Yeah, but that, they, they, they might develop that, into better but that, players. Hindsight's be twenty twenty, isn't it? Like. He, He's not sorry, I don't before the game. Be... He's he's looking at his squad and going, "What's my best team?" And Donald Love was in it. I don't. I don't think it's just, that. Though, I think it's just a wider. I think it's just a wider point about why, you know, people like to see youth in the team, which is like you know, we always joke on here, like kids in four four two. I mean, after yesterday, maybe we should go elderly four five one or something like that. <laughs> like, but Paul um, Stewart backing up on his own, <laughs> reading <laughs> Saxton. Uh, and just oh. like Brian Dean again, just yeah. for a laugh. Maybe Adrian Heath can lure Kaka. Um, no, he's gone. He's been sacked, Adrian Heath. Oh, well, Orlando. well, Kaka will be clamming to get away yeah, now. Get now his mentor's gone. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so it, it's um, it's a bit of a funny one, really. When you, when you look at it now, we've got, you know, you look at that team and the young lads that are in there and you look at the Everton game, what, there was three players who played in the Everton game um, last season and... That were in the team yesterday, and that was Manoni, Van Arnold, and Defoe, and the rest of them are new. I've seen it with Dad. Like, if somebody had told me after that Everton game that your centre midfield was going to be <laughs> Pina, Gooch, and Lens, I would have gone. I'm going to have to contact the hospital. <laughs> You'd have thought like we'd been like relegated for like financial irregularities, <laughs> yeah. like that we weren't. That yeah, we've won to stay up, but you're going to get relegated for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Maybe severe, another dodgy incident's going to come back and bite us. Financial irregularities in the accounts, yeah. um, but that that is that I just couldn't believe. It. I was scratching my head, going that. I mean, that is so Sunderland, isn't it? It just ended yeah. up there from from where we were. You know, Kazri on the bench. I mean, we had a, loads of questions about Kazri. Why isn't Kazri playing? I mean. I don't know what your thoughts are, but reading between the lines, it, it looks as though the. It's hard. It, I mean, it's lines, a it's, it? it's well, the thing is though, same agent as Corny, isn't it? No, apparently not. That's is it someone, not? someone that's said to me. Told, not, someone told me it's a different it's agent. I thought it was, but I, I have no idea because he got all. His, I, I, I thought it was in Doyle <laughs> and and Kasri and Corny came from the McKay's. Well, maybe it did. Regardless of if he has got the same agent, I suppose if he's got an agent who likes to play the game and he sees Corny as the agent doing the same, then why not? Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's a business. Isn't I mean, you could look at it. It's Alli- totally. If Allardyce has got a relationship with that agency, yeah. and he's gone, he's got th- that agency, and now got no loyalty to that person no. anymore, and they can just go, well, we'll, we'll shift, shift them on, shift them on six, min- yeah. six months' time, get them away, get ourselves a nice big juicy fee again, nice slice of whatever he gets from his transfer fee or his sign on fee, whatever they take the money from, and uh, what you know, what do they care? You know, well, nothing. But this is the other thing. Like I love all this, like pictures of Corny lying on a bed of money and that and you think well sorry lads but what loyalty does he owe Sunderland he owed none to Lorient when no. you were all happy enough to take him from and them and if you remember if you go back to the Lorient transfer it was on and off three times oh, right. and, Same and thing, Lorient right? was saying they wouldn't deal with Sunderland ever again because they'd acted appallingly and all this kind of thing so you do, it's alright when the boot's exactly. on your foot in it and I'm, I'm having a I can understand people's frustrations but this this is football and if you're not used to it by now 
then I don't know when you're ever going to be because you've seen it happen from Asamoah Jan onwards. Yeah, it's continu- Yeah, it's continued to happen time and again. Th- th- look, this bloke's from the Ivory Coast. Why would he care about a football club in the northeast of England? Do you think he gives a toss about the size of football clubs? He's interested in making as much money as possible. I have no idea his background, but let's suggest like if he's from Africa, he could be from yeah. quite an impoverished background. He might not be. He might be from the African middle class for all I know. He's 28 nearly now as well. Yeah, so I'm sorry, I've got there, I, I'm, I've got n- no sympathy from... I, I appreciate what Moyes has done. Been dem- Look, if you don't want to be here, right, well, you're out the out the setup. I don't want you, like poison and the rest of it mm-hmm. but at the same time I also just like I said the same about Jan this is what happens and it you know you're very lucky now if you find players who are loyal or interested in loyalty because it's just your best you can kind of hope for is if you sign someone who's like really good but not quite good enough to attract the interest of someone better so I suppose Cannibal, probably best Cannibal's example. decent I suppose it, like Everton, Pienaar, he, he got lured away to Spurs, mm. and it, but then he came back. Sigurdsson at Swansea, lured away, wasn't good enough, yeah. came back. Those are the kind of players, you, you're lucky if you find them, though. They just fit in that sort of sandwich between... Or you get someone who is good enough, like Defoe, but you're probably not going to lose him because yeah. he's near the end of his career. John O'Shea, not as much now, but probably a couple of seasons ago, Aye. would be that. And it, that is a, a tough game to play. When you start dabbling in markets where you're bringing in players from abroad, you've got to understand as a supporter that they're not interested in the size of your club. It's the same thing that's happening at Newcastle with Sissoko. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they nabbed him for a million quid from somewhere. And it's like, why would why does he care about your football club? Yeah. Why Steven, should he care? Stephen Defoe going to Burnley. Like... He's only there for one reason, really, isn't he? Mm. Given how highly rated he's supposed to be. on the ladder, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. If get he... yourself into the Premier League, and then show you're capable, and then get yourself a move to. I think it's. it's I just think it's. It is sad. I no, know, no, I, I'm, I agree, I'm not. I agree what you say. I'm saying. not having a dig at people for feeling betrayed. I understand and yeah, I think it's just the way someone it. goes about. Where, you know, you look at someone like Kabul and his situation, whatever that may be. He makes a statement on the club website saying. You know, this is what's happened, and I'm sorry to have to leave, but I've got to leave, and then he he's gone, and it's it's annoying. But people, you know, say given the circumstances, you know, some people still have question question those circumstances, which sometimes I think, well, then you get into a discussion about the bigger picture, and you know, our footballs are humans as well, but you know, apparently they're not because because they've got lots of money, so that means the, but let's the say- problems don't exist. But you know, it, we don't know what those personal reasons are, and maybe given. The passion he, you know, he showed for Sunderland and, and the commitment that he showed for Sunderland when he played the Batman last season, we should probably give him the benefit of the doubt. Someone like Corne, who's essentially feigning injury to try and force a move to another club. Oh um, no, that, that is unprofessional. And, and, yeah, I mean, that and, is and, ridiculous. And the fact that he was like, well, you said you'd give us a new contract, and now you haven't. And then he's offered one, and he turned it down. You know, it, no, you, that is that is appalling behaviour in in a professional sense. I'm not disagreeing with that, but again. It's seemingly something that he wasn't, you know, against doing when yeah. we signed him from his previous club. That should be fresh in people's minds. It was only six months ago. Like, let's yeah. say with Kabul, it is a case of he does just want to go back to London. He's not just comfortable up here for whatever reason. At least he's came out straight away and said, I'm leaving, I want to leave, and then it's done. It's not dragged out like the no. Kone thing, and mm-hmm. it casts a shadow over the club. The dre- like The effect that must have on the dressing room as well other players like like Kazri, for example, thinking 
well, maybe I should be getting myself away. Is this a sinking ship? Just make a clean break. And now, what, what do you think happens in the WhatsApp group? What what oh, what if? What if there. But I think the, the banter's pretty low in that WhatsApp group at the minute. Uh, I mean, many right. What if someone t- who, who, uh, who fragmented WhatsApp? Who, who do you yeah. end the administrator? Cut them all, you'd think. Oh, she hasn't got WhatsApp. Come on. Nah. Or she has it and he administrates, but he doesn't really contribute to the chat. He's like Stephen? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he never applies to our text. Nah, no, it's, it's <laughs> that's a dig. Or emails. <laughs> I reckon at the moment it's like they're seeing messages flashing up on the phone, but they're not opening them, so it doesn't say it's red. You know what I mean? The mute, so like Calvary's muted the group. <laughs> but, you can, but you can still see <laughs> no, his being online reading other people's <laughs> messages. Yeah. He's yeah. just not opened your group. He thinks uh, that you're not clever enough to say that, but you've seen it. Right. <laughs> Do you reckon, like, in, in the build-up to Corny's, like, Bad Batty was like, oh, lads, <laughs> <laughs> slept funny in bed, think I need to change your mattress, like, a build-up to this Came in, like, holding the chat, like, oh, lads. Maybe it's like, much, take, much like his Twitter account, maybe he gets one of his people else to, to do, do it, it for him right. as well. Does, like, that emoji yeah. with the bandage on and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> Thermometer in that. Facebook status. What time's the drop-in centre open? Got a gun down Bunny Hill. He's got a strong, he's got, like, that's what he's, one of his other social media teams, like a paper trail. All cover his tracks and that. Aye. But anyway, it's funny the way speaking about Kabul. Um, it's another thing to be kind of wary of. Obviously, he's a bit, bit different. He uh, experienced player. He played for like big club and Spurs and done well. But like, I suppose be wary of writing people off like any of the new signings because Kabul was public enemy number one when he came. I, I didn't blame him personally for his performance in the Leicester game. But there were people furious yeah, about that right. signing. When we got him, before he'd even kicked the ball, people were furious about yeah. that signing. Yeah. And now that he's left, everyone's devastated. And what's their overriding memory going to be of him? It's going to be the tears at the end of the Everton game. It isn't going to be that Leicester game. And that's fair. But what if it had happened in reverse? Mm-hmm. What if that yeah. start of the season was the the great bit and then it was cack at the end? Yeah. Like people would have a very different view of him. And it's just I think it's just that you've got to be at this stage this, the window's not shut I, we've lost two games but we've looked I thought in the second half like you were saying Chris there was moments actually where we played some nice stuff Pienaar was pulling the strings mm, yeah. we were getting in behind in the fullback areas and it reminded yeah. me of Everton when Moyes was there when he used to get Baines and <clears> Coleman <throat> pulling the yeah. ball back and that's encouraging considering how weak the first 11 is that he at least was getting the message across I, mean, I thought Lentz it was really good when he came on. I thought yeah, he, yeah, you know, he did. And then there's rumours about him going to defend a bunch of days. So, you know what? What would you care if you saw if, uh, You know what? As well with Kazri, of all the ones that were signed, he was the one I'm the least bothered about. Like I think I really wingers like, like him are a bit ten a penny. I like him, but in comparison to Corney and Kirchhoff. I suppose Kirchhoff's got the fitness issue, which he'd put against him. Definitely but, a problem. But that, to go back it? with how we looked yesterday, we were talking about the Norwich game. We weren't hopeless like nah, in that game. There was organisation there. There's, there's glimmers of hope there, at least. And even someone like Lenz coming on, like he threw, he threw himself into a couple of tackles at least straight away, which is unusual. We never saw that from him last season. He probably showed more commitment in 10 minutes than he did in 10 months last season. He looked a lot, um, like, because I put on that he... He looked as he bulked up with him. Oh, he's come back overweight. No, he, he looked more muscular. No, he did look and strong. He looked. He looked, yeah, looked, he looked more. Present on yeah, yeah, he looked more like a Premier League player when mm-hmm. he played. He didn't yeah. look like the game was passing him by. He was forcing the issue. Mm-hmm. He nearly created a couple of opportunities. Had a couple of shots himself. And I, I thought, you know what? If if that's what he's going to do, most weeks if he's involved, he'll be a really good asset to have because even last he had a bit of that Jack Arini thing about him, where even though he didn't really do a lot. 
when he did something, it was like a goal or an assist. Yeah. Yeah. He got like three or four goals in a pretty you know bad season for him. Yeah. Um, and he did contribute, and obviously if you know he was Advocate's boy, and after Advocate went, it, it it all went a bit wrong for him. So let's just hope that if he does stay. I mean, we we can't be in a situation where we're selling someone like Lentz, can we now? Not both him and Kazri. No. I think he looked comfortable as well because he was. I think Chris is there. Sorry, I just think <laughs> he does I think, look really. I think Chris is going to go and like it's I don't know, like, just lie in a cold. I just it's just when you were talking about the end of last season. Hello, Doc. I know I know it happens because we always we always win the relegation battles. If if there's any way to win a relegation battle, you know what I mean. And there's always so much optimism, but it seems like this time. The optimism was at an all-time high. It's like I was more optimistic than mm. I've ever been because we actually we didn't just stay up like we stayed up with authority. We looked really good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if we played that way every week, we'd probably finish mid-table or something like that. Which I know doesn't sound very very good, but it's 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 an improvement, you know. And then we've come back and we're worse than it's ever been when we've come back. That's what. No, I don't agree with that. In, in, terms, terms, of, in terms of our squad, this is worse than the squad to Canyon well. had. No chance. Well, that that was a joke. Like I suppose with the signings he made. Like, but that's all in hindsight, isn't it? Because when we, have, we made those signings, it was like, actually, some of these are all right, you know what I mean? Well, I suppose like, we've got to keep it in context that he hasn't had the full window yet. Mm-hmm. He barely had the full window no, anyway true, because yeah. he's, he's had to come in at a, in a tough situation after a manager who was obviously popular and had a number of players potentially there because he was there, mm-hmm. now maybe wanting to leave on top of everything else. Plus, you cannot really legislate for the fact that three players who would have probably played in midfield yesterday were all out and are all out potentially for a while no no it's it's not it's something hard, that anyone's it? anyone's done on purpose it's just like it's just really bad luck like it is frustrating every right? every element of bad luck coming at the same time i mean it, it has been it is a, like i mean somebody actually tweeted it was like groundhog day and i was saying it, it is it is groundhog day but it's like that bit in the middle that really dark bit in the middle of the film where like he tries to kill himself repeatedly to end it all <laughs> like the end of the cycle um and that's where we are at the moment i think um We've been in that cycle for like a couple of years, it feels like in the... We just said to, we played yeah. quite well and now we're talking about suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but I'm, it, I'm not as pessimistic because I feel like Moyes takes his time, he's a considered bloke. It might be that we go to Southampton without any additions or enough additions, but I've got a modicum of confidence that he's going to bring in some more bodies. I... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I actually think um, 
Pappy was good. Like I thought he had a decent yeah. enough game. He grew into it. Mm. He I grew it into right. it. He made better use of the ball as the game went on. Because it's it, good in the air as well. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Garrett's been harsh on I'm, him. No, I just think he looks like a midfielder. Doesn't look like a centre back to me. Well, I, I don't know. I thought. He, I think good again. The, the thing is, though, second people were saying, "Oh, he didn't improve in the second half." It's like I, he had no nothing to yeah, do. Yeah, like, <laughs> nobody put him under any pressure. Yeah, he was good in the air, but like he was winning headers against no one. Um, but I think given the fact half, that... But first half, I just want to talk about... think that why I thought he had a poor first half, Jilly Bodgy, is that he he was doing stuff. So Middlesbrough, the only way that Middlesbrough are going to hurt you away from home is by getting runners in behind. So people like Ramirez going on... Um, behind going on behind Negredo when he comes short and trying to get you know pull our defence up and get him behind and, and then break on us and I felt as though Julie Bodgie too often decided that he was going to try and win the ball in front of Negredo on the halfway line and he was he kept on going and, and trying to win the ball in front and you just you can't do it because Middlesbrough that's the only way they're going to hurt you so just it's game intelligence just drop off don't do anything just let them turn and then they're, they're playing in front of you and they can't get him behind you. I would say to that, though, he was coming out a lot because McNair and but Rod- Rodwell, matter, or a lesser extent, wasn't doing enough. You watch the second goal, and right, Pinar goes in for the tackle on Ramirez, so McNair should come and hit for sure. McNair just stands doing nothing, so Gilabodji <laughs> thinks, well, someone's got to go and meet him. So he tries to. Rodwell's just nowhere near Negredo, which is, yeah, he's just dropped into centre-half. He might be a bit slow to react, so he can... Forgive it to an extent. Well, yeah, which yeah. I didn't know at the time. Um, um, and then so Gilabodji is late to come on to Stuani to meet him there. So it all stems from the midfield what? being... Oh, not putting enough pressure totally, on the ball. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah fine, totally but, but, you don't, but then Gilabodji doesn't have to go and try and win balls on the halfway line, though. That's my point. Just let him just let him pick a ball up and turn and face you and then you he did win, he did win a couple of those though, but, he doesn't fair, need, but I just think it's it's too risky you don't need to do well, it you don't know that he's not being asked to do that yeah but that's then, what Corne did that's what Kabul did they like to maraud like that I don't know it's the difference between maraud and on the ball and then you know I just think you, all you need to do is let him drop off like, I think of all the players on the pitch I think you've been a bit hypercritical of him I'm, no I'm, it's, I'm not like, saying he was least bad I just think I just think like it was worrying me because it's like if going forward these are the defenders that we've got and they are young. It's a young unit, a young unit that hasn't played together, and it, it worries me that it's going to take a while before you start might see see the best of someone like Julie Bodgie. You know? Oh yeah, he need, I'm not, need. I'm not writing him off. I'm not saying he's no, gonna, no. he's a bad player. I don't think he's a bad player because he looks. We'll get on to who like you think's a bad fo- player. He looks like a, he looks like a, um, a good footballer. Um, I just felt he was really comfortable on the ball. His use of the ball was pretty good, and he was good in the air. But you could see him actually in a similar position to Kirk, off just sitting at the base of that midfield, yeah, not a bad just getting on the ball. Good aerial presence for winning second balls in that mm. area, um, like like Kershaw was doing um, last season. So I would I, I can see him there, but it's just initially as a centre half in terms of his decision making. In that first half. Speaking of somebody obviously who's played um, centre half in the Premier League myself, <laughs> um, but I just yeah. think in terms of someone who's making his debut in in a league like the Premier League, alongside at first you think, oh well, it'll be all right, or she'll guide him through the game. He goes off injured. He's playing against someone who's a cent- alongside someone, sorry, who's a central midfielder. Yeah, he didn't have a lot to do in the second half, but he did cope quite well. And with your worries that you have at the minute, he. 
at least looks like he can do a job and he can do something for us. He's the least of your worries at the minute. But that first goal is out of nothing, isn't it? And before that, yeah. I'm looking at anything. It's an even game, but we're on top. It's a ridiculous... I mean, that's the thing. We, we, we did start brightly and then that hit. It's like... Yeah. You're not, you're I had an like, annoyingly good view But even of after that, that well. we're still in the game. There's not... Uh, to me, they've, they're still doing nothing to us. It's after we had to make that change. Like... Obviously, the atmosphere in the stadium, I think, was a reflection on the yeah. summer we're having. I think it just felt as though, like, when that goal went in, it was like, oh, he would go again. Yeah. Well, I, but I, even then, I think the players kept going. It was fine. As soon as O'Shea got injured, you're looking around. You see, you're seeing Rodwell drop into centre back while McNair's continuing to not do much in midfield. The, the atmosphere I think that's dropped. That's complimentary of McNair. What you <laughs> said there. Very like I noticed in your in your match ratings that you that you give McNair a three, and I thought that's extremely generous. Like <laughs> I'm not going to criticise him too much because obviously he's a young lad and he's not ready, but it's it's as bad as I've ever seen anything. Like it, it wasn't just like <laughs> anything. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> Did you see Donald Love? <laughs> I thought I thought he was worse than Love. To be really, honest. I'd yeah. agree with that. I, I thought, thought Love was worse. And, and when Lens came on, as you said, like. He, 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 I thought he looked good, and he, he does look like a physical presence. And the thing is, with Lens, he's never sheepish. Even if he's playing bad, he's still confident in himself. He's one of them players, you know what mm. I mean? He's, he's some would say arrogant, I would say confident. Whereas McNair, he looked like a competition winner. He was just, he was there, and, and you could tell that the occasion, not that, not that I consider it a big derby game, but even a Premier League game, it was just too much for him. And I, I just can't imagine that he's trained through the week in centre midfield. I bought, bought. Did he get beaten down the line by George Friend? No, well, Friend. You know what I mean? Say, that, that, yeah. that was it for me. As but soon as Love got beaten by jo- God, George Friend, he looks like a competition winner. How is he a fullback in the Premier League? Even his hair's annoying as well. I just can't stand him. Everyone loves him and says he's really good. But he's crap. And Adam Clayton's garbage. Mm. Their midfield was non existent. But they got the better of ours. <laughs> but they did. That's, well, that's we too totally a terror. It's awful. That was so annoying losing against In terms of their midfield winning the ball, though, they made like. Through the course of the whole game, they made double the tackles we did. Because we the had mid- the ball, the ball. And, but the majority <laughs> of them was midfielders, and our midfielders were getting dispossessed a lot. And that's just so frustrating. You, you can argue as well that we're trying to make stuff happen, you know, like not necessarily very well, but we had all of the ball, especially when Pienaar in the second half. He would, like, you'll not. Ha- good. The problem yeah, with yeah. him for him is going to be he's not going to have another game like that against. There's not many teams who are just going to let you. Pull the strings like that every week. But for a lot, obviously, he hasn't had a full pre-season. He hasn't played a game, and he's no. He looked great. Like he he looks good while still. You could tell he was a bit off. He was our best player, I thought, by miles. No, he was when when he came on the second half. He was he was very good. I thought Van Aaron had a good game. Yeah, he was. Um, Yeah, and and it was a bit of a funny goal, like a striker's goal, wasn't it? The goal he scored Um, wasn't set up for a left foot, was it? No, really, a right footer should be. He just looked frustrated, didn't he? Like the run he went on, and like his celebration after it was. Go like burst out of anger, like, if nothing yeah. else. It's I mean, weird because it was like we had some good chances in the game. That was probably the roughest chance of the whole game. We scored it, so it's just one of them things, isn't it? Mm. Maybe need a, maybe needed a test goose and a bit more. He's, he's a rubbish goalkeeper. He yeah. made had four saves to make, and one of them game. was led to the goal. Yeah, and another one he nearly, you know, Love nearly got his redemption. He was coming steaming in at the back. He did pull off a really good save, though. He did from Van Arnold, Arnold, that's right. But you want to test him more, don't you? But there there were moments where, when they were getting to the byline and (coughs) putting it across, and a Defoe who wasn't in one of those moods where he's a bit frustrated Mm. and distracted would have been on the end of two of them and would have won the game. But he just his mindset was gone because of the first half, I think. I don't think we played as badly as maybe some people think. 
but we weren't great. But we also didn't really give him the opportunities, and he, he's got that mentality in him where he can really frustrate fans by his own display yeah. of frustration. It was a funny game for him; like he didn't play especially badly before. No, but not at all. You had that moment in the first half where he had a good shooting opportunity and slipped. Yeah, and you're just thinking, they score that goal, <clears throat> we slip over there. Like it's not your day, is it? And then no. he had a few of them where was he one, didn't quite get his turn right and the ball ran away from him There was him one, once. actually, I think it might, it might have been Love who fed the ball into him and he made a great run across the defender. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was, the ball was going towards him right behind him, I was thinking goal because he got in front of the defender, he had his back in mm-hmm. and like you thought he was just going to flick it to one side and lash it in. It's just deformed um, over to do that. And, and he slipped. Like, mm-hmm. he, he almost ran past the ball and, and, and fell over and it... It just felt a bit like, like Space oh, Jam, like he'd had all the talent sucked <laughs> yeah. out of him. It was just one of those, one of those moments. Speaking of uh, talent being sucked out of him, um, oh, we've, we've talked about loving it now, haven't we? Um, no, well, they, they, they have mean, it to begin with. So yeah, well, it loved, I mean, he kept on doing this thing where he was like dribbling the ball inside and then losing it, and then he just stand and watch as like they just yeah. bombed on down the wing, and it was like, what, what's happening? And then uh, to, to segue into another discussion point. His free kick at the end, <laughs> which is one of the most laughable moments I think a man, like a professional footballer, couldn't kick the ball like in the a, air. A great, like, oh. apart from like a late conceding a late goal where you like, you know, end up going like two 0 down. Something that empties the ground like yeah. that was just where you hurt. You know, when you hear the seats banging against the back <laughs> yeah, of the other seat. against Wigan, I remember. Yes, yes. Bruce yeah, last yeah. yes. But that that the pink plastic flapping. Yeah. What, what, maybe oh. maybe love thought. Maybe thought. Oh, <laughs> Maybe Love thought like there was a rule change and that we because because from all our other set pieces we kicked the ball so high in the air we're only allowed to do we're only allowed to do it so many times so he decided to kick it really flat because the other set pieces were some of the worst set pieces I can recall in a game like when we were getting the corner I was thinking oh never mind yeah it was, emba- it was actually embarrassing the set it pieces was? yesterday it was it was. What's yeah. a, why don't just hit, hit an area? But hit the penalty spot with a cross. I think they were looking for the deliberate. Yeah. looking for the back post. Well, we were talking terrible. about it on the way over. The only one of the things I can think is play it deep and look for the second ball to avoid getting like counter get attack. On it and then, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So you don't. If you try to play it harder and lower, and you get it wrong, which will happen quite a high percentage of times, they're much more likely to break on you. And you've got to keep it away from the goalkeeper because that's a perfect setup for a break. That and maybe Yanazai just isn't a very good. But when you, the ball, you can't like, be, but you can't be taking a corner and thinking about, oh, we've got to be careful. We well don't you concede. Did, but you probably concede more, especially goals when you're two 0 down. No, but I, I would say you probably do concede more goals from your own corners than you score from them mm. these days. Mm. You don't you, percentage-wise, you don't score I that think many goals. Talking from about corners. that though, with Yanazai, I think his final ball generally yesterday was a yeah. bit lacking. I mean, he was quite exciting at the time. I mean, he, he was, I like oh, brilliant goal past players. Went past. He went. Past people for fun, which was which was good to see. But I think he maybe got a bit frustrated and he looked a bit tired and he drifted he out the game. And he did look very tired. Um, Gillibodji looked tired as well. Um, and I think you know it's going to take them a little bit of time to get up to speed. Obviously, we've got the game on Wednesday, and that, it was funny because I was saying to you, I think again before the game, how Chris, how um, we it, on paper the team looks like. If we're playing in the Carlin Cup or whatever it's called, what's it called now? The EFL, EFL? Trophy yeah. Cup, yeah. Super Cup thing. The thing um, everyone wants to get out of unless yeah. they get to the quarterfinals and think, hmm, might win it actually. <laughs> we'd, be lo- we'd, we'd be looking at the team that was put out on Saturday and going, oh, put a weekend team out. Uh-huh. You would be. It looked like a weekend team, and now we've got the game on Wednesday with the players they've got available. 
it's going to take some weakening in that team. If you, well, I think <laughs> you're you going to put like a child got, in goal. I, I yeah. don't know. You've got, like, you've got to play McNair in love because you've got to give them a chance to actually get some confidence back after that. I mean, McNair's must be through the bloody floor. Like own goal in his yeah. first game, and it's just not really got any better for him. Um, I don't know. It's funny, isn't it? Because you, you've got to play sore, haven't you? Because, yeah, you'd probably because, rest uh, a four. Cause yeah, if he gets yeah, injured, you can't have him getting injured. <laughs> well, I mean, well, what about Watmore as well? He's another one who's. He just can't pass the ball. Nah. He's he's all right, bits and bobs. He's just but, raw, isn't he? He had a better <sighs> second half, to be fair. He did what I thought he did well carrying the ball. I don't think he had a terrible game. It just why can they not pass the ball? I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of expectation on him to do things that he's probably not quite capable of doing just yet. Um, I think he feels that expectation. Yeah. That's why he hangs on the ball. Yeah, you can see it. I mean, and, and I think he's a very eager young man, yeah. isn't he? Mm. Right. So what he likes to do, I've noticed. And yeah. he, this yeah. was from the minute he broke through. Right, someone's got the ball in the in the I don't know. Say Rodwell's got it, right centre back. There's no way he's going to play a ball in behind, and he's making runs with his like hand out. You know, like yeah. on FIFA when you send one of your other players <laughs> with L one, yeah. and they put the hand out for it. And it's like that's great, Duncan, but you're just wasting your energy. You ne- he needs to start yeah. learning how to use that better because he also, in doing so, puts himself offside and out of the game. And I, I don't think he's really a winger either. I think, it, you know, talking about who you're going to play centre, I would put him through the middle. Well, that's why that's he's played, I wouldn't, hasn't I wouldn't he, put Osoro, I'd play him through the middle. I thought Gooch did more on, in the wide areas yesterday than, than what was probably done in, in most games. He's yeah, weirdly a winger, isn't he? With them a, lot of, a lot of huff and puff, but <laughs> a lot of annoying product. That's with them two, actually, what more and Gooch, if you moulded them together, <laughs> yeah. you would have... It's like the Robert de Aquino I mean, If you moulded them together, yeah. you'd have a very complete player, though, wouldn't you? Because what more, you can run with the ball, Gooch has got a much better control and has got probably a better range of passing, put a couple of decent crosses yeah, in yesterday that people right. failed to get I mean, on the end of. So we can talk about, before we haven't got too long left, but Gooch, now I did the match rating <laughs> and I took some pelters because I gave him a five. Right, The reason why I gave him a five was because... He looked industrious, and he got the ball. He wanted the ball. That's that's great in the Premier League. Well, you wanted the ball. Great. You got on the ball, and you ran around. You ran around and around and around, and didn't release it. There wasn't always options for. No, him. there wasn't. Yeah. But that's but that's you know, harsh, like, I just I, felt I felt I as though he, I just felt he did all right. <laughs> but he, he won. <laughs> I liked it. I liked yeah. the run. He around. did all right. But you know, I just think like I'm not saying writing him off either because I thought he had a really good game against Man City, and I thought when he played in the. Um, game against Exeter last year, he was very good. When I he thought came he looked on. better than Watmore in that game. Um, yeah, he did in that Exeter game. He did. Yeah, he, he looked like more complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked more complete. And I think you know, I think he'd be a very good player. I'm not saying he won't be. I just thought in that game, and he was a lot was asked him, I guess, to move inside. He didn't really get into the game in the first half on the wing. I didn't think he was pretty quiet. Moments. And he got on it. He got on the ball. Um, you know, and he was trying, but it was just a lot of. They just felt it was a bit. You know, I think sometimes. Mm. You get that thing where people want somebody to do well so much, and yeah. they're seeing something, and it, it gets it snowballs it a bit. Like well, he was the only, players, yeah, though, he was the only one who was doing anything. It's like well, he was doing something, it but it wasn't really affecting <coughs> anything. It wasn't like, really making anything happen. Pinar's fifteen years older than the kid, right? But you compare what he did with the ball, yeah. like Pinar. Every time he had the ball, he wasn't just passing it; he was finding someone in a really good position. Yeah. And like, I wouldn't expect that of Gooch for starving. He's a winger. He's probably not a central mm. midfielder. He's been asked to do a job because there's nought left. Yeah, you've got you've got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Right, definitely, yeah. but I thought he did fine. I thought he was okay. It's going back to what Gareth said. It's you 
for some reason, people want to go ridiculously over the top with young players and so can't they can just... knock them down a few weeks. Yeah, later, like, which will all be doing with one. Can you not remember yeah. J- like James McLean? Like oh, everyone thought he was he was going to be a club legend because he's like because he ran, ran around a bit. A like, line for a I'm few, not yeah. saying that that's what Gooch no, is, no, but I know. I know. I think if Seb Larson had had that performance yesterday, people and again you've got to give Gooch the benefit of the doubt and everything, but. It essentially was yeah. a decent Jack Colback type performance no really. it was fine in the context of the game you, given the state of that midfield yeah. in the second half I thought going in, they're going to run riot yeah. and oh, we yeah. completely dominated the ball I was shocked Yeah, but there's no, and there's he was a... part of that so I'm going to give him credit for yeah. that he I was okay it... but people saying he was like 8 out of 10 like amazing but he like, picked up a lot of love slack as well, like because he was he was trapping back when love was still on the halfway line, not, not knowing uh, what was going on, <laughs> yeah, not where he was. Yeah, but um, that's true. No, it's it, it's just uh, you know that's football, and everyone sees games differently from you know. No, no, for sure. And, I like. You know, it's not not that I haven't got anything at all against Lyndon Gooch, and I re you know I think he will be very good for Sunderland. But yesterday, I just thought in the context of the game, yeah, he was getting on it and and trying. You know, trying his heart out and everything, but he just wasn't influencing the game enough to to make something happen. And he was playing on the pitch in a Premier League game, and we were two 0 down. And you need somebody who's gonna, you know, do something to to, to ch- change that result. And yeah. ultimately, that the players on the pitch weren't good enough to to do it. And he was one of them. So, in the context, that's what I thought anyway. I don't know if you so yeah, it, Gooch out, Moyes out, <laughs> everyone out, Bruce in. Chuck the kids in, except Gooch. Kids in or kids out, five four five one. <laughs> on on Moyes, is there anything you would criticise of Moyes? Cause, cause well, obviously... we should probably quickly talk about the comments he made, which were, um, oh, yeah. which did sort of rile a few people mm. up, um, where he basically said, you know, we're in a relegation battle and things aren't going to drastically change. My argument would be things have actually drastically changed because we're in a reasonable shape at the end of last season, and it's completely gone the other way. So it has drastically changed for the be- worse. So I guess Craig's point, you know, that he got something out of that group of players. I'm I'm still encouraged by the way he talks. He obviously wants money to buy players. I think that's what that comment's yeah. more about. Yeah. Get the yeah. checkbook out. I think it was probably ill time to be honest. If he if he'd said that on like a Wednesday morning presser, like just casually, then he, the fans would probably go, actually, yeah, that's that's realistic. But if you say it, yeah, literally Most minutes after yeah. the game, when when fans were already raging, you know, and they were raging yesterday, yeah. it was like was it was way over the top. You know what I mean? What was and the context it was said in? Does anyone know? Was he asked think, the question of that? I think he was, asked, direct, he think he was of... asked probably. I think it was directly that you are you like basically in a relegation battle, and he answered in that way, or will you be in a relegation battle? And to be honest, we're not going to breach the, that bottom eight anyway. We're not going to get out of that this season. Yeah. We're never going to do no, that. No. And if you're in the bottom eight, you're in a relegation battle oh, yeah, because definitely. you're not going. If you're probably not going to be safe until April anyway. People are probably thinking his comment there means it's going to be you have to win your second off last game yeah. to stay up, which yeah. he probably isn't saying. You're probably going to. But the thing is, if you're in that bottom eight group of players to be to, yeah, yeah. to be safe, you're probably going to. It's probably going to go down the last four or five games. Yeah. So and that I think that situation would probably be what would happen with Sunderland anyway. So. But anyway, we'll probably have to. Well, we do have to wrap it up there because Stephen's got the keys for the place. And he's not <laughs> here tonight, and uh, the presenter's not off at half six here, so we don't want to get um, locked in. Let them look behind the curtain. But, there, the, lad, eh? but the, lad, the lad, I don't even know the lad who's doing the shows tonight on Sun FM. So if it was one of the, somebody I knew, it would be like, oh, give us a few more minutes. But uh, I don't think we need any more minutes, minutes, do we? We've had enough minutes. <laughs> We've had enough minutes. <laughs> is there something um, nice to say though? Well, there I is something nice to say. To there honest. is something nice to say. Uh, I, I haven't. I know you, but yeah, you, that's just you, me you've it. made me feel sad. If you, <laughs> tell you what, <laughs> something nice to say is that if you live in Manchester, hey. um, 
you will be able to buy tickets for the live show at the King's Arms Ale's House. Ale House. Ale's I can't House. say that. King's Arms Ale House uh, on the 12th of November, which is Saturday night, international break. Um, and tickets have literally gone on sale <coughs> this afternoon, yeah, so I'm going to put that out on, on the interwebs after this. Um, tickets are £10. We're in the process of securing the guests, which isn't exactly easy when you try to do a show in Manchester, so we're trying our best to get some good ones. If not, it'll be rubbish ones. But, uh, yeah, so the tickets what? are available now. Um, <laughs> at, at, Don't uh, undersell yeah, it, man. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, um, on the uh, ALS shop. Um, so get yourself on there. You can go through wisemancy.co.uk for the tickets as well. We've got an apartment and everything. Going to be living like rock stars. Yeah. Going to be doing lines off the. Uh, everyone, table. everyone, back to our place long, after trash it and yeah, everything. A long weekend staring into the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get, me, just like Paddy McNair's going to have for, for <laughs> very different <laughs> reasons. Yeah. Oh, bless him. Yeah, yeah we'll be doing actually because Craig's coming. We'll be on the uh, ayahuasca. Just going to see. We should get Chris some pills actually. Oh yeah. I don't imbibe it, I have never taken Not any of those that substances in my them. life. I just mean that, you know, the, the name ecstasy, you look like you could do with feeling a bit of that. Yeah. You look a bit down. You look a little bit down, don't you? There's a Wednesday night cup game around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Fear blitz, that's what I'm talking about. Anyway. I'm going to the fringe and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> well, the probe you've given your barnet. <laughs> I know it's a bit. Actually, um, we're quite fringy in here, Barnet. <laughs> we are very far, Gareth. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I've got. Gareth's letting the, the fringe side down. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll prefer. But the, this needs the, to end now. It's, this yeah. is awful. Just like Paddy McNair, we've had enough minutes. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah, get anyway. Out. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, Stephen. We'll be back next week, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have a better news report after Southampton. <laughs> Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.